the volume. Moneyline Monaco is proud to be presented by FanDuel. Never played FanDuel Fantasy before? Great. FanDuel is offering users the chance to play free, no deposit required. Plus, for those folks who want to deposit, FanDuel is offering up to a $500 bonus instantly when you make your first deposit with our 20% deposit match. Why do you play on FanDuel? FanDuel Fantasy is an easy-to-use app. Pick a new team every game. Different and unique contests across sports in relation to your skill level. Contests include full slates and single game contests. Compete for top cash payouts. Unique product features. And compete against your friends in head-to-head matchups. For new users, FanDuel is offering up to a $500 bonus instantly when you make your first deposit with our 20% deposit match. Go to FanDuel.com forward slash cowherd for more info. FanDuel.com forward slash cowherd. So they know we sent you. FanDuel. More ways to win. Hump day, you degenerates. It's Wednesday, and I got another special edition episode for you. My man from the Cousin Sal Extra Points Podcast Network, who just had me on Fox Sports Radio over this past weekend. He's been on the mic with Rob Parker, Chris Broussard. The guy's killing it. He goes by the name of Martin Weiss. You can find him on Twitter, giving Weiss advice in the gambling community day in, day out. He comes on the podcast today and talks all things NFL futures. Saints fans, so we dance on a little NFC South. We got a couple of fun props for you, a couple of week one picks. I can't wait. But before then, let me throw out a pick for you. I have to fire. We are about to kick off here this week with the U.S. Open in tennis. And I don't talk tennis often, but when I see a Larry freaking lock, I freaking fire and I go chips all in, baby. And there is absolutely no way that Novak Djokovic, with no Nadal, with no Federer, who has now won 12 of his 20 Grand Slam tournaments on hard courts, and it's a hard court tournament, my fine feathered friends is not not going to win the U.S. Open. Hook, line, and book it. Novak Djokovic on FanDuel minus 150 to win the U.S. Open. We have history on the line. Let me tell you, he will become just the third person ever to win the Australian Open, to win the French Open, to win the Wimbledon title, and then come back around to the United States, the Serbian Madden 99 overall, will join just two other men, and it has not been done since 19, Austin Powers 69, all four Grand Slams, and no Federer, and no Nadal, and guess what, this will be Novak's 21st Grand Slam title, which will break the tie with Federer and Nadal for most ever. If you want to talk about ethos, pathos, logos, one of the most important picks, important titles, important big wig swinging 
tennis futures of all time. This is the one to fire on. It's my lock of the Wednesday before we get into the interview with Martin Novak Djokovic is your 2021 U.S. Open champion, becoming the most decorated tennis player and tennis champion in the history of the sport. And that ain't opinion. That's just by Grand Slam title, cold, hard, Budweiser facts. Boom! There we have it. Without further ado, let's get into the NFL Futures Talk. It's all kinds of football time, baby. Martin Weiss and I dancing on the mic. Enjoy. FanDuel Sportsbook is hooking new users up with enhanced 30-1 to odds for the first big college football game of the season. That's right. Pick either Georgia or Clemson to win, and you could turn a $5 bet into a $150 payday. How do we not take Clemson? It's death taxes and Dabo doesn't lose at home. DJ's the second coming of Trevor Lawrence. Hook, line, and book it. Sign up and make your first deposit to kick off the college football season on America's number one sportsbook. There's no better place to bet college football than FanDuel Sportsbook. Great promotions, number one rated sportsbook app, Easy to use, fast payouts, get paid in as little as 24 hours. So make the most of college football this week with enhanced 30-1 to odds on Georgia versus Clemson. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up using promo code MONACO so they know we sent you. Disclaimer, 21 plus and present in Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, Virginia, or West Virginia. New users only. Must wager in designated offer market. $10 first deposit required. $150 max bonus. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com forward slash RG. Colorado, New Jersey, Virginia, 1-800-9-WITH-IT, Indiana. Visit www.1800gambler.net, West Virginia. Martin Weiss, we've been on the mic once or twice before. He came on my live stream. All-time W, Lakers, Warriors, never forget it. Martin had me on Fox Sports Radio Sunday night. He is a host on the Extra Points podcast. You've seen him all over the Twitterverse. He's in the blue checkmark community. How we doing? <laughs> my guy, my guy. Good afternoon. How are you, Monaco? Hey, ready to rock, man. I just, I just want to jump right into some NFL talk, man. We were a Saints fan over there. Winston's the starter right now. Yeah, thank God, right? Right now, I'm staring at over under nine wins. The over's plus 110. The under's minus 130. Obviously, the Bucks at minus 240 are the favorite to win the South. What's the temperature in the room right now with your Saints? How you feeling about J-Dub behind center? I'm not going to lie. I don't see how they don't win over 10 games. Like I feel like everybody, everybody everybody's just fading the Saints now because Michael Thomas is hurt. And I understand Michael Thomas is dynamic. Don't get me wrong. But when have you ever seen one player, not a quarterback, adjust a win total so great? Like, it just doesn't happen. Like, it doesn't happen. They don't even adjust. Like, players don't even adjust spreads in that way. So it's definitely not going to adjust an entire win total. If you thought the Saints were good last year and the year before last year, there's no reason to think they wouldn't be good this year. Because all they did secretly is improve at the quarterback position. That's it. They got better. You're Damon- saying they improved? 
Jameis Winston in 2021 is a better quarterback than Drew Brees. Oh, yes. Where's yes. the hot take button? Stephen A. with it over here. That's not a hot take. Think about think about you watch the uh, the preseason game against the it was the Jaguars when Jameis had those two deep bombs. Think about the last time you saw the Saints throw the ball over 25 yards with Drew Brees. They would rotate Taysom Hill in to arm punt it down. It just wasn't working out. I mean, he's so a turnover machine. He's got the Drew Locke effect. They're going with Teddy Bridge over there because of it. Do you think sitting on the sideline for a year and watching his ex go and thrive and win the Super Bowl, that's like watching your ex go level up, marry a multimillionaire, and she's happy. Can Jameis come back in the same division, literally, with conviction, and will this team, from a leadership standpoint, to victory? You, you're convinced. I, I I don't know if Jameis is going to be the capital C captain and, the, you know, you know, say the guy leading the charge. But do I think that Jameis Winston could win the NFC South? Yes. I think the Buccaneers would have won the NFC South the year he went 30 touchdowns, 5,000 yards, if he had just had, like, 10 less interceptions. But here's the thing, though. Think about it. When have you ever seen a guy in NFL history who that there's no denying he has talent? There's no denying that he's a quarterback, right? There's no denying that he like he, he's like like Taysom Hill doesn't play quarterback, right? He's not a real quarterback. But there's no denying Jameis Winston is a quarterback. And if he's not a starting quarterback, he should be a backup quarterback. An NFL quality player. Like he's one of the best 64 quarterbacks in the world. There's no doubt about it. Sure. Throw 30 interceptions in a year and still have a job the next year. That's it true. But isn't isn't happen. it a case of just not the best turnover options in the world. I mean, would you? No, I feel like I feel like it has to be. The whole thing is no risk it, no biscuit. So he was risking tons of it, and he was getting no Ted Lasso biscuits. You know what I'm saying? No biscuits. So, so you're buying. So you're buying Saints plus four forty to win the division, or you just think they're going to go over nine wins? I think they'll go over nine wins. Plus 440 to win the division. I'll probably sprinkle on it because I would hate to feel this strongly about it and somehow and it happen and not have that ticket in my hand. But yeah, I just feel like this is, I feel like they're, uh, they're the second wild card. And, the, and like either they're the second wild card or they win the division. Like, like I see Tampa and New Orleans both with 10 to 12 wins apiece. That's crazy. So on a week one note, then Saints at home hosting the reigning MVP Green Bay Packers. Saints are currently plus three on FanDuel, plus one thirty-two on the money line. You get a nibble on that while we're at it. I don't know. That might be. A, that's going to be a tough opening. <laughs> and listen, and the Saints historically start slow, and there was a big hurricane in the Gulf just yesterday. Everybody in New Orleans is recovering and cleaning up and all of this and that. But particularly from a gambling perspective, not everything – this now there obviously is a period of time between the game and, 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 and now, but there's just a lot of things that's going to be happening for the New Orleans Saints that are not football uh, in the next few days. So I, I'm not sure about the, the Packers plus three, but I do like – and plus two, we get an extra game too, 17 games. We're, we're thinking about this. It's not a 10-6 and six record. It's a 10-7 and seven record. Sure. Now. So nine and eight's a push. <laughs> exactly. All right, staying in the NFC South, we got a premier matchup, the Cowboys, who as, I'm far as, as far as I'm concerned, I said it last night on your radio show, best thing about Hard Knocks is the three-minute drone shot. Cowboys, the line's <laughs> opened at minus 6.5 at the Bucks. It's now moved to minus 7.5 in favor of Tampa versus Dallas. Are you taking 
the Bucks at minus 7.5 in week one. If you had to fire on it right now, this is obviously a line that's moved based off Dak's injury looming there with the Texas Rangers pitching coach. What say you on that matchup? I like, I literally, right before you came on my radio show yesterday, I turned to Kelvin, my radio partner, and I said, I don't understand how the Cowboys, I mean, I don't understand how the Buccaneers are only six and a half point favorites. And then I saw the line had moved to seven and a half. But it was like, they, and then what? they don't have a quarterback. And I disagree. The best part of hard knocks has been watching Dak Prescott and learning that he's an actual human being who like curses and like, <laughs> Like, I did not know that Dak, like, said the F word. And I was like, okay, cool. Dak's, Dak is cool. Yeah. Right, got it. Dak is cool. Like, because most of the time, his press conferences, he's very, very good at not saying anything whatsoever. So that was my favorite part of Hard Knocks is actually seeing Dak be a human being. But part of the problem is I'm seeing him being a human being on the sideline because he can't, he, he hasn't been able to throw the ball with much strength or conviction. And, and here's the thing. You're going to need your quarterback to be able to throw the ball with strength and conviction. Well said. And and in that game is the man with seven rings, Tommy Tampa, Benjamin Button, agent freaking backwards. I know you like him for MVP, but I got a little fun fan duel prop for you here of most regular season passing touchdowns. Mahomes the favorite at plus 340, Brady at plus 460, Russ at plus 700, and Rodgers at 850. Who do you like to throw the most tugs this year offensively at the QB position? I really like Brady, but this is the thing that's going to drive me nuts. I like Brady because, okay, like what's the new challenge for Brady? What's the I mean, the new oh, challenge Brady. is doing what what he what he is the last man to do, which is go Drake 96-97 with a back-to-back since 0304. No team has done it. <laughs> well, okay, true. But if you're thinking about that's that's like a Super Bowl is a team goal, right? Of course. What is the next individual goal for Tom Brady? He's never thrown over 50 touchdowns. He's got an extra game this year, right? I mean, you, you it, got it, him getting the Giannis 50 piece. Now here's the deal. This is what's going to drive me insane, though, because as much as I like Brady for this. <laughs> what a sequential pause. All time. Bless you. Uh, Double down me. before he blesses the mic with the Brady pick. As much as I like Brady for this, it's going to drive me insane when Patrick Mahomes has two touchdowns a game because of this that funny push pass right in front of him was just it's basically it's essentially a handoff it, it serves the same function as a handoff but because of the way in which the ball is transferred which seems to be just a drop right like Mahomes drops it and the Tyree killer whoever just runs underneath him and picks it up and then just, you know no linebacker in the planet can ever catch them on those end around type you know run, running pass plays and then Mahomes is going to get two touchdowns a piece a game in there and that's, those are going to be the ones that drive me insane but I think Brady, because here's, I think, I just feel like they're going to throw the ball a lot. They have, they have so many people to keep happy over there. Godwin, Evans, Antonio Brown, Gronk. I mean. It's silly. It's silly. So you, you like the value. Brady plus 460. I do. I Most do. tugs this year. Tommy Tampa. He's only thrown for 40 plus two times in his career, Martin. I'm just telling you that. I mean, it pays nice. Well, he, you know, he's an ultimate win now. It doesn't really care how they get it done. You know, it's the Patriot way over there, even though he's in uh, old school Tampa Bay red. 
I just feel like all you've heard out from Tampa is how like they didn't figure it out till week nine, right? No, no, this year every everything's the same. Everything's gonna be so. Look, maybe I'm maybe I'm drinking too much of the Kool Aid, but I, I do think that you know. And you know what? I'm sick. Maybe I'm just sick of losing money betting against Tom Brady. <laughs> Maybe I'll lose money betting on Tom Brady this time. Like, why no, not? Hey, I'm I'm all about the Bucks this year. I don't know about Brady Propets, but I like the thinking. I like the thinking. I don't hate it. Let's let's talk a little NFC North here. Packers clearly the favorites to win the division. Over unders ten and a half wins. I know we talked Bears seven and a half over under. Vikings second at eight and a half. What's sticking out to you? Either win totals or just overall scope here into the Aaron Rodgers division to lose there in the North with Fields now in the building. I feel like the Vikings and the Bears should be flipped. I feel like the Vikings should the Vi- you told me the Vikings at seven and a half and I lean under. You told me the Bears at eight and a half and I think, ooh, that's about right where I like them. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. but like so like you said, you told me the but like I just don't understand. And I actually talked to I talked to a uh, you know I got a, a source in the desert. Hey. And, and uh, I was asking them, you know, how much are you guys focusing on on COVID protocols on win totals? He said, we're not, we can't figure it out. We're just basically like, like if a, if a team has a certain percentage of unvaccinated players, we're just letting it rock. So wow. as a better, right, right, exactly. Yeah, because so Cousins I, is not vaxxed. We all know it. So as a better, right, you, it just stands to reason that at some point in time, Kirk Cousins throughout the next 17 weeks of the football season is not going to be available one week because he's going to break because of protocols, Right. And so it's like, like essentially, you are buying. I mean, unless unless something dramatically changes with the protocols in the next couple of days, we're going into this season, and if you it, it, I don't see a way that a vaccinated that an unvaccinated player makes it through the entire season without falling victim to the protocols. But whether it's their fault or not, I just don't see a way that it that it possibly can happen. It's the craziest little extra curveball for us as gamblers to cap to figure out and futures to your point and your your plug in AZ. How do you cap properly a team on win totals when their quarterback is choosing to not do it? So I think that the way you have to think about it is. You essentially have to treat it like whatever you feel personally about it. I'm not here for this conversation. We're trying to make some money here, but you have to treat it as if you just banking that he's going to be hurt a week, right? Like if you could just, if you just knew that Kirk Cousins was going to take a shot in the fourth quarter in week nine, and it would be a concussion protocol till week 11 and you could, but you could make that bet right now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's the only way I think that you can account for it, but I think you have to account for it, especially at a position like quarterback. So on that note, then over under a total on Patriots at nine, given cam going on over there. And I hate to see it. I'm a huge cam guy. Do you think you got to fade the under then just on the fact that it seems like cam's going to be staying in the Kirk cousins camp. I actually am going to take the over. Hey, I'm on the over. I already fired on it. I'm terrified right now. You're you're ready for the hot take. It's because Cam is in the Kirk Cousins camp. Because that means Cam Newton not going to play. So you like Mac Jones, Mr. Stability, Mr. Checkdown. I'm telling you. And I understand that the way the preseason has played out in that Cam 
if you look at like just like the way that the preseason formula kind of broke down, like who's got first team reps and who was playing in the in the, um in the beginning of the game, Cam Newton looks like he's the starter. But when you watch the games, and I understand that Mac Jones is going against twos, Cam is doing things like skipping the ball on out routes in ways that are just not, they don't make sense, right? They don't make sense. And I don't know if he is going to be not people like say, like, I don't know if Cam Newton can be a backup quarterback. I don't think I think Cam Newton is perfectly suited to be a backup quarterback. Right. Should he choose? Should he choose to be in the NFL? Right. Like, I think there's no like there's no reason. I think you see yesterday Cam Newton chasing down Mac Jones because he missed him on the high five. Like to me, like that's Cam. Like, yo, I'm being good natured. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, nah, buddy. Like, I, like you just scored. Like, no, nah, I'm happy for you, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're cause especially they work together. They're in the quarterback room together. All of that. However, Mac Jones is accurate. And Mac Jones comes from that saving idea of just we're going to do like he's going to do exactly what Bill Belichick wants him to do, exactly what Josh McDaniels wants him to do. And I think that Cam Newton being such a variable with his vaccination status is just I said yesterday on the radio, I'm concerned for his career because because think about it, man, if he misses two weeks, think about it. Think about if Cam if Cam if Cam Newton in week four took a shot and, and and needed season ending or needed shoulder surgery. It was going to be out for four weeks. And Mac Jones comes out and goes four and oh, wouldn't you be concerned about Cam's career? Absolutely. So then what's the difference? We're both going over. We're plugging on. <laughs> We're both going, going over, over man. Ah, all right. I'm fascinated with the numbers that FanDuel has for us in the NFC West here, shifting conferences right back to the NFC. The Niners are plus 190. The Rams are plus 200. The Hawks are plus 280. Cardinals plus 600. They're a long shot. I just want to throw this out there before you fire. You know Russell Wilson has never lost less than nine games, 16-game season, of course, since 2012. Is there value on the Hawks at plus 280, almost paying you three to one? Or is this a two-horse race with a new quarterback change, obviously, swapping out Goff? For Stafford, or do you think, even with the J- Jimmy G Trey Lance controversy, that this is still the Niners' division to lose? Two court, two team race. This is between the Rams and the 49ers. Wow. The 49ers should tie this. 49ers should take it up, and the Rams will be the second wild, or you know, the first wild card. I so I so I see it playing out. Uh, regardless of if Trey Lance starts with Jimmy G, or you think that because it's a system over there with Shanahan. Exactly. It doesn't matter. The 49ers have started. I mean, think about it. Has there ever been a team less quarterback dependent on you betting on them than the 49ers in the last three years? No, nah, I mean, you make a good point. Like less quarterback dependent. Most of the time a quarterback's out, you're like, oh, no, I'm not betting. Although I did look it up and it's a shocking Shanahan coaching record. He's actually under 500. He's got 31 wins, I believe, 36 losses. He's got 20 wins with Garoppolo. So Mullins, Bethard, et cetera, et cetera, Hoyer. He's under 500 with it. I know it's almost, I'm, it's almost a little I'm talking about, but, I, I, but I'm talking about when you need to fire on that San Francisco plus six. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about. I got Think you. About I got it. you. 
So now, you know, he's finally, okay, but now we're thinking about the guys like C.J. Beathard, Nick Mullins, right? Like some guy, that guy like Trent Taylor, I think his name was, number five. Like this is just, it's just not, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. Now you got Trey Lance back there. Jimmy G is going to start this season, and he's going to get hurt. He, he, I mean, you sh- he gets hurt every year. It's Justin. He gets hurt every year. And then you see him in a preseason game going head up against linebackers on the goal line, like – that's you're not a running back. You're a quarterback. It's like slide, brother. Like that's why they made like you the only person out here that can slide. So you should try it, man. But that's hilarious. All right, I got two more for you. Then I'll let you get out of here. Cleveland Browns first winning season since 2007. Mar 11 and five, and the over under sits right at 10.5. Are you buying the Browns? Because it seems like everyone and their mothers is buying the Browns on the over a 10 and a half, or we can take it a step further and say, will they make the playoffs in the very competitive AFC North? No. <laughs> He's on the under. I love it. Fame the I'm public. not buying the Browns. I'm not buying the Browns. You know what I am buying? I'm buying John Harbaugh and I'm buying Mike Tomlin. Yes. That's sir. what I'm buying. That's what I'm buying. I'm buying two things. I mean, you got death, Taxes and AFC North Ravens and Steelers being the two of the best coach teams in the NFL. And I understand that Kevin Stefanski just won the coach of the year. Go back and look who's won the previous like fast four or five coaches of the years because you'll find a nice like Matt Nagy in there and there's some other. Okay, I don't know, but you know what? So is this so is this more about Baker Mayfield or is it just more about a little overreaction? To them again having an over 500 season for the first time since MySpace was relevant. Overreaction to them having an over 500 season. The Steelers' offensive line is going to be much improved. And the Ravens are, st- I mean, the rape why would the Ravens fall off? I mean, I know they lost J.K. Dobbins in a preseason matchup, but I mean, Lamar Jackson, I feel like, and this time to add a wrinkle or two to that offense. And now again, I just said the whole thing about the, you know, the COVID protocols with Lamar Jackson. So hopefully he'll be available the entire season. But I just feel like the Cleveland Browns, if they can't run the ball, I don't know if Baker Mayfield is the type of guy you want to drop it back on the ball 45 times, even though a lot of people will probably feel like that would be something that they would want. I don't know if you want that. I don't think it's very successful. I think So if they can't run the ball, they're going to be in trouble. So No, I like it, man. I like it. I, I'm, I'm kind of with you on Cleveland, man. It's exciting to see them back. But I don't mind, you know, little Raymond Steelers at the top. It's like they're they're the exciting topical co- topic that everyone wants to talk about. But are they actually going to do what we think they are? It might be a little bit of, you know, a little bit of hype there at the books, getting everyone, uh, you know, thinking they're going over and they're going under. All right. Last question for you. Super Bowl, as if everyone was healthy, no COVID protocol. Everyone who's supposed to be starting is starting. Chiefs plus 500, Bucks plus 650, Bills plus 1,200 right there with the Packers at plus 1,200, Ravens plus 1,400. You had to put a Benjamin on someone winning the Super Bowl. In August, getting ready to flip the script here in September now, who you got for me, assuming everyone stays healthy? Right now, $100, $100 on August 30th. I feel like I would put it. I might. I might put it on the Ravens. Woo, baby! Top three defense. I don't hate it. Number one rushing offense, 191 yards on the ground last year. 
I mean, because that's the thing. They're going to dominate the regular sh- Okay, so, like, maybe they're like the Milwaukee Bucks, right? They dominated the regular season the last two years and finally found a way to break through, right? Like, I mean, I'm, and I get – I just, you know, I just really have trouble seeing the Bucks and the Chiefs going back. And I know that's what the whole world is picking, right? But I just – the Chiefs, they'll be in the Super Bowl, what, the last four years in a row or three years? That Like, three that's years, a lot. Yeah. And that's I mean, wild. That's a lot. Even – I mean, Tom Brady don't even do that. Right, like Tom Brady normally takes a year or two off in between going back to Super Bowls. You know what I mean? But no, I, I think that Lamar might be able to break through this year. We saw Josh Allen have a breakthrough year last year, right? Lamar, well, Lamar Jackson already run the NFL MVP, and he could apparently he can't throw the ball. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what he can do. You know, after after this offseason, I, I like the Ravens. I'm gonna take. I would take the Ravens, especially too. I think you get such value. It's good value, man. Plus fourteen hundred. That's that's a little. That's a little almost three fourths of the way to a month of LA rent. If you're living by yourself, a you ain't there. If you got a roommate, you're there. How about right. that? Hey, one more hot take for me. You got anything out there you want to throw out before we jam? Man, you know I, I have. I don't know if uh, this might sound crazy. In fact, it does sound crazy. It is crazy. It's insane. But I might take a hundred dollars and put it on the Bears to win the NFC North. Oh! Look, because I just, you know what it is? There's, I just have trouble believing that the Green Bay Packers can continue to be the machine that they have been the last, they've lost like six regular season games in the last two years. Right. And the only reason, yeah. I mean, I, the, I mean, they should have been in the Super Bowl. Or that should have been, but had a real shot at being the NFC Super Bowl representative the last two years. Matt LaFleur is like either he's Vince Lombardi or it's got to have some level of beginner's luck. Like, what is he doing that everybody hasn't figured out yet? Or, and then, I'm sorry, and then you have all the offseason stuff with Aaron Rodgers and and, and, and so, you know, just Aaron Rodgers and is he going to host Jeopardy? Is he going to play football? Oh, he's in Hawaii. It's OTAs. You know, it's just so much back and forth with Aaron Rodgers. But, so you're clearly not putting your chips on that because of Dalton. It ain't a red rocket firing. This is all about Jay Munn. It's all about when does when does Matt Nagy make the switch to Justin Fields? If it's if if the if the Titanic has not sunk far enough by that point. But the other one that I really liked is is Mac Jones for rookie of the year. Oh, I know you called me crazy. Get out of here, bro. I know you called me crazy. But I just, man, I see it. I just see Mac Jones playing like 15 games for the Patriots this year. I think he's going to play a lot. I really do. I don't, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm crazy. I just feel like if you're going with the Bears, you might as well just double down and say that Fields is going to get that five to one payout for your rookie of the year. I'm going to probably bet on both of them. And that's going to be my rookie of the year allotment. You know, I'm, I like to have a couple different tickets in in all these different races, right? I'm probably gonna I have a Brady for MVP. I'm gonna have a Mahomes for MVP. You know, just you know, just in case. You know? Hey, I don't oh, hate it, man. Hey, there's a reason the man's got the segment Weiss advice, and he gets paid for <laughs> what he's talking about. He ain't messing around over here. He's a sharp, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, Mark, I appreciate you, man. It's always a pleasure hopping on the mic with you. Thank you for coming on. Host on the Extra Points podcast, Martin Weiss on Twitter. Blue check brigade, baby, and he's going to be killing it. I can't wait for Weiss advice weekly in the NFL season, man. I've always seen it in the NBA, and you've been money. 
I can't wait for NFL, baby. Let's let's make it happen. We got to pay some rent out here, huh? Hey, let's get it, man. Martin Weiss, check him out. Also on Fox Sports Radio, jamming with Rob Parker and the big dogs. Thank you for coming on, Martin. I appreciate you, man. And that about does it for another episode of Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco. I hope you got that tennis futures, and I hope you joined on a bet or three of Martins. The man is phenomenal at the sports book. Thank you for joining me again. You can check him out on the Extra Points podcast on the Cousin Sal Network. Partners with us in terms of FanDuel. You gotta love it. The FanDuel fam continuing to grow. Thank you for tuning in. Shout out the Brums on the ones and twos. And again, if you enjoyed yourself, please subscribe, rate, review. We appreciate every single one of you. Don't forget to hug your mothers. We'll see you on Friday. Ta-ta real smooth. The Volume.